The reading is taken from Matthew chapter 20, verses 1 to 16. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. He agreed to pay them a denarius for the day and sent them into his vineyard. About nine in the morning, he went out and saw others standing in the marketplace doing nothing. He told them, you also go out and work in my vineyard and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. He went out again about noon and about three in the afternoon and did the same thing. About five in the afternoon, he went out and found still others standing around. He asked them, why have you been standing here all day long doing nothing? Because no one hired us, they answered. He said to them, you also go and work in my vineyard. When the evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, call the workers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last ones hired and going on to the first. The workers who were hired about five in the afternoon came and each received a denarius. So when those that came who were hired first, they expected to receive more. But each one of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they began to grumble against the landowner. Those who were hired last worked only one hour, they said, and you have made, us, made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the work and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them, I'm not being unfair to you, friend. Didn't you agree to work for a denarius? Take your pay and go. I want to give the one who was hired last the same as I gave you. Don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money? Or are you envious because I'm generous? So the last will be first and the first will be last. This is the word of the Lord. Well, a very good evening to all of you. Um, any downloaders in the building? No, yeah, there's a few. Oh, look at that. Fantastic. Uh, we've just went away on the download weekend, uh, and I think quite a few of them are asleep uh, as we speak, because uh, it has been quite full on. Uh, but um, honestly, Felix, uh, absolute uh, credit to you and uh, Tim as well. So thank you. And for those who were praying for us over the weekend, it was a fantastic weekend. We were down on Westbrook, uh, which is on the Isle of Wight. Uh, it was still really dirty from when the students had been a couple of weeks ago. Um, but uh, it was a, a brilliant weekend. And I just want to share with you just what a fantastic bunch of 14s to 18s uh, we have at our church. Uh, really lively, imaginative, uh, questioning, uh, but also very open to God uh, and very open uh, to, uh, in a sense, uh, being, being used and filled and, and ready to serve him. And so if you, if you have a son or a daughter who was there, uh, do quiz them about what went on when they wake up. Uh, and uh, just thank you for your prayers uh, for all of you who were involved. Uh, now, uh, tonight in our second uh, evening looking at social justice, um, I'm going to just give a tiny bit more of an introduction. And then we're going to just do a little bit of work uh, together. Uh, last month, I was at home with COVID, and we had a fantastic panel here. Uh, and uh, tonight, we're just going to, in a sense, try to mine the wisdom uh, that is in the room. But let me say a couple of things before we do. The first one is, is that uh, we as a church are unashamedly trying to take a city-wide view of what is going on. 
Um, we are a church that draws people from across the city. Uh, we are a church that has historically had a concern uh, for the whole city and uh, informed by the teaching and the manner of Jesus. Uh, we want to be people who are asking good, hard questions about the life of our city and trying to reimagine the life of the city uh, so that the needs of the people who are last in line and the people who are overlooked and the people who are forgotten, that they get pushed up at the agenda. So we're unashamedly taking a Winchester-wide uh, view of this. The second thing to say is that... Uh, uh, Obviously, questions are really important, and the questions that we ask about our life and our witness and our service and our city are really important. And we're trying to learn uh, from a group of Christians who've been thinking about this more widely and more deeply uh, than we have. And the key question that they've, in a sense, put onto our agenda is, is this, is to think about not only... Uh, who needs help? And the last time I was listening online, there were, there were a myriad of ways in which churches and other organizations are seeking to serve uh, people in need in our city. But the, 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 the better, bigger question is the why question, like the kind of incessant two-year-old. You know, why do those people need help? Why are they last in line? Uh, why are they being overlooked? Why are their needs not being taken more seriously? And it's the, it's the why question that we're very grateful for and that we think is really productive but also challenging. Uh, the third thing I'd like to say, and then we'll uh, just do a little bit of work together, is to talk about the word causes. And the word causes has at least two meanings. If we talk about causes, we might be thinking about the things that we value, the things that we champion. So we could say here at Christ Church, you know, we have a variety of causes in which we are interested in, both internationally and more locally. Uh, but the second meaning of the word causes is the reasons things, the reasons things are the way they are. And that's the meaning of causes that we'd like to look at uh, tonight. We believe here that as worshippers of Jesus, the kingdom of God is our cause. Our cause is not to kind of just perpetuate the life of this church as though it kind of had you know, some you know, life of its own. We are, our cause is the kingdom of God. Uh, to worship Jesus and to proclaim his justice and joy and to bring his compassion into our city and also to partner with people right across the world. But tonight we want to drill down into the reasons why things are not fair and people are left out and there are people who are undeservedly at the back of the line in our city. And that's where uh, we're going to go uh, tonight. So what, what I'm going to ask, and I hope it's okay, I mean, you, you can sit it out if you want to, and if you're online, what I suggest is that you just, you, since you have the discussion uh, online in the comments, uh, what I'd like you to do uh, is, is to find maybe two or three people, not, not too big a group, and just to discuss 
uh, these two questions. They're, in a sense, they're the same. Uh, the questions are, what is, what, is, what is causing, what is causing pain and pressure in Winchester? So I'm, we're not so interested in where, where is the pain and where is the pressure, but what are the causes of the pain and pressure in our city? And then the, the second question, which is similar, is who do you think are last in line in our city? Uh, so Anderson, when he was unpacking uh, briefly that parable, was talking about the, the people that get invited at last to go and work in the vineyard and, and suggesting certainly within, within the context that that might well have been those who were least able and looked least productive, uh, least useful uh, to uh, the wider work of the city. So who are the people who are last in line in our city? We want to stress that these are the beginnings of conversations um, and that we're trying to address issues that are very deeply sort of, you know, set into the life of our city. But also, it, it, this all affects us. It's not as though it's us looking, you know, objectively at the city. All of these things involve us. You know, we are part of this city. We are suffering these things. But we also want to be the kind of church community who's... Uh, drilling deeper and asking deeper questions. And the second thing that I just like, it's a bit more focused this time, that I'd like to think about is this. Whose, whose voice are we not yet hearing in this discussion? Because uh, it's famously easy to have discussions about these kinds of things and not to listen to the very people that we should be listening to. Uh, so whose voice do you think we are not yet hearing in this discussion? If, if there's a group, please, uh, you, you probably, because you're very clever, you can probably think of five. But I'm just asking you to think of one, please. So just same, same people, and you've got three minutes, and you, what you're trying to do is discern one voice, one group of people who we are not yet hearing or that we should particularly listen to. Thank you. Um, I'd also like to say, you know, if there are particular people here, either online or here in the building, who are, who are really interested in this, and this is kind of, you kind of feel this is your thing, and you'd be really interested in being, in being part of a group of people who are taking this forward, uh, then just speak to me, and either drop me an email, uh, or um, just come and find me tonight, or at another time, because we're really interested in finding people who are fired up uh, about this. Uh, and we're going to be looking at it for a third and final time next month and looking in particular at how we can start to build partnerships. Because this kind of stuff is only going to work, uh, not if Christchurch uh, just sort of valiantly fights on on its own, but if we start to build partnerships with other people and other organizations uh, in our city. That's how you start to make a difference.